What's up, Internet? You're tuned in to episode 33 of the Video Game Pals, the Pals Network's weekly video game podcast where finally five lifelong gamers get together to talk about video games, the news, and how it all makes us feel. The Pals are back in town, and I'm your host, Pete Imbessi, joined by my ever-present co- well, I wouldn't say ever-present, I guess, anymore. The, wow. the longly absent co-host longly and antagonist. Absent. Guy misses two shows, and all of a sudden, it's, oh, <laughs> Meanwhile, Mr. Pete missed, like, a month. <laughs> I never missed a month. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? It's good to have you back. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm here to tell you why your dreams are bad and your favorite things are trash. That's <laughs> what I do. And we're also joined today by my partner in waifu romancing, Mr. Robert Thompson. <laughs> Yuri is bae. Yuri is life. Ooh, bae <laughs> No. No, you're just wrong. <laughs> Listen, Thompson. Yeah. We can both have opinions. But yours can but be only wrong. I can be right. It's like <laughs> No. <laughs> you like purple hair anime woman, that's fine. Pete likes water Pokemon. You're entitled to be wrong. This is America. <laughs> oh, first Jesus Christ. Uh, my girl never left me hanging, so I don't know what, you know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Taking you mean uh, to cut a bitch. So, we've also got my powerful paladin, Mr. Sean Bartley. Hello, hello. How you doing this week, bud? Pretty good. I hate that it's cold. That's really bothering me. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah, because like me, you're going to get sick or if you haven't already. <laughs> Spent my entire morning sneezing. Good times. We're the sick boys this week. Sick boy. Would you describe yourself, Sean, as a paladin? Uh, nice wow fuck i didn't even think of that that's good that's quality stuff wrong (laughs) so why you keep me around is to piss sean and pete off and then rounding out the five sum is the only one who watched the game awards live miss peggy ford hey it me (laughs) hey uh can we swear here yeah yeah (laughs) the oscars can go fuck themselves So, uh, if you aren't already aware, we've got a packed show this week. Um, we've got a lot, a lot of fun stuff to talk about. But we're going to start the show off the way we always do by talking about what we're playing this week. Because every single one of us, has, except for Sean, because he's not going to play this game, have finally finished Doki Doki Literature Club. So, uh, I thought we could have a little, just a little spoiler discussion. So, if you Thank haven't God. played the game, like we talked about it last week, you know, um, going into this game blind. So, skip ahead a few, you know, seconds. We'll put a time code in down below so you can get past the spoiler stuff. Um, but definitely play this game. Uh, we all were were definitely, let's say, touched by it. <laughs> um, that's that's not how I would explain yeah, Doki Doki Literature um... Club. <laughs> uh, so, this game... Definitely, like, it gave me a feeling that only, like, a few games ever have. You know, like, when I was rooting around through the, um, you know, the the files and everything, like, you can, like, I got, like, shivers down my spine, like, and it reminded me of the first time I played, like, Stanley Parable, or the first time I realized, like, the more sinister side of Undertale, and, uh, yeah, what a special game. Did you, did you go through the game files and, like, go to the, like, have a good weekend and all that jazz, like, yep, was that read in all line? the poems Sweet. and all that stuff, and that was, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it's just, like, it, it's so interesting because, like, going into it knowing that there was, like, a horror element to it because of, like, the warning and, like, just the swell around it, like, it lulls you into a false sense of security really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, 
my big criticism is that it takes too long lulling you into a false sense of security. Yeah, it's like two hours of just normal game. Like, yeah, the first half of the game shouldn't be the setup. Like, that should have been a little tighter, I thought. Also, going through kind of the same conversations again in Act 2 was a little frustrating. Yeah, I yeah, thought we had it was, that moment too. It, it was frustrating, yeah, especially cuz like, you know, Thompson and I were playing it for a let's play and we didn't want to like reread all the dialogue again, so it was yeah. kind of like going through the dialogue to find the parts that are new um got a little bit frustrating. But uh that was definitely like, you know, if if the to your point, right? If the first act was shorter, then you wouldn't mind going through the dialogue again. You I, th- know? I, th- I think part of it, though, is, like, since this is all tropes, everything about it is tropes, that usually dating sims have, like, really obnoxiously long first acts, and you're always like, damn, I wish they were shorter. So it almost seemed like a design choice to make it, like, obtuse and, like, just take longer than it should. You know, like, there's... That's just what they do in, like, dating sims a lot of times, you know? Like... Yeah. It's, it's, I, everything I also- about this is tropes, man. I also feel like you kind of you do need a lot of that setup for the turn to really like have the impact that it does. You it, know, it goes on long enough that you almost do forget the warnings in the beginning. Like if it was shorter by a half hour, I might think that's okay, but I might have still like in the back of my mind remembered like oh something's supposed to come out or whatever. And then like that two hour mark, three hour mark, even for us because we did let's plays for it. Like that was so long that I was kind of just like, yeah, whatever, it's a cutesy game, and, like, I'm actually invested in, like, the character, and, like, I really do like the, the dialogue now, and, like, I I want things to progress in, like, the game's favor, and then, like, just as it's about to, I'm thinking, you know, oh, okay, now the weird shit starts. <laughs> we are like, when's the spooky shit gonna happen? And then, and it then, just then it's hits. just like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you walk in and see, you know, the... Uh, Thompson, you know. I think the better the better verb you could have used there was drops. Oh, okay, yeah, drops. <laughs> you know, because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for you know, so hey, I guess spoilers, right? You know, she's hanging. Pete already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, this yeah. entire yeah. thing's gonna be spoiler galore. Yeah, yeah it's like, so. <laughs> I do uh, have to say, it did get me invested enough in the characters that long first act. Yeah, but like, God, it takes a long time. I really don't need to read through Yuri and Natsuki's like treatises on what poetry should be. But that's like dating sims <laughs> Three do that. Time. But that's like dating sims do that, man. Like they Yeah, but dating sims also don't turn into Pony Island. No, I know that, but like that's that's like why I think that that's brilliant that they made it so long and annoying cuz it just felt like every other dating sim like it it helps distract from the horror elements to come or even that are happening, you know? At least I feel that way. I don't know. Yeah, no, I do agree with you because I feel like the fact that, like you said, that you get invested in the characters is why the horror elements really work. You know, is because, like, you wouldn't feel that disturbed if it was just, like, three characters that – because, like, they are all tropey, right? But, like, you do get invested in the story because of, you know, the kind of more, you know, I guess, like, darker elements to them. Um, And I feel like if you didn't get to that point, it would just be, like, okay, like, this is just – a weird left turn, you know, like not, you know, I don't know. I don't know that it would have gotten the same reaction out of, um, out of me. Fair. Fair. Um, I don't think that makes your criticism wrong. No, I no, just I, like, I agree with your thing. I just think that like, yeah. from a design point, like I can't see it working the other way, even though I want it to be that way. Like I definitely yeah. want it to be shorter, but I don't see it working, uh, to like make me get like the same, you know, feeling from it. Because I do think it's just a little bit too long. It definitely is too long, but, like, 
I don't know, man. Sometimes when I was playing like, you know, any of these kind of visual novels or anything like that, it's just like there's always a point in those games where I'm like, God, this is so long. When is it going to hit Act 2 or something? And that game had this too. So, or sorry, this game had that too, rather. Yeah, I mean, um, the only other game like this I've ever played is Danganronpa, and I, that's a very similar thing, where, like, the first six hours of the game are you just, like, doing cutesy school shit, and, like, you know, um, that's whatever. That's class trial and all that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the creepy teddy bear yeah, demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like, the murder happens, and I'm like, I'm already six hours into this game. Like, yeah. you know? It's, so it's fair, fair. I feel like the horror element it was a little bit too surreal to hit as hard as it could have. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that because I feel like a lot of the more like personal stuff that I think made it really hit is kind of like more hinted at. Like you don't get too deep into it. Yeah, like surrealist meta horror is cool and great, but it was a little bit too surreal and meta to like keep me invested and in a place where it could get me you know like i was a little bit too detached and looking at it as a ah this is a cool like meta commentary on video games and she understands she's in a game and whatever i i agree but like the thing that like got me back in in between those lulls was like the fact that the meta horror isn't constant until a certain point so like it always goes back to the game regardless you know it's always like there's like even when you like near the end it still kind of runs and then like even at the very end of of the whole thing with monica like you know when Pete and i did the extra episode like that it's like oh everything's back to normal everything is great wait there's still horror like holy shit like it never hits the same note it always goes between Man. them you know so there I is an so actual pissed at monica right at the end there there is an actual true ending by the way so if you go through like everyone's storyline then sayori at the end is like yeah, but you're really cool because you really, like, looked out for all of us, so I'm not gonna be evil. And that's it. Oh, so we got, yeah, we just went through Yuri's, and then she was like, you know, I'm- Time I'm to go be- back, Thompson. We gotta yep. get the true ending. We gotta do a bonus, bonus episode. All right, yeah, we'll, and we'll then run. You also I get need a song to see the, the resolution. You can tell which ones you didn't get because they're grayed out in the, in the, uh, credits. But don't we have to reinstall like the, the game? Yeah. And it still remembers what we did. It should. I guess the cache yeah, if it's, is still if there. If it's on Steam and saves to Steam Cloud, like it backs up huh. your shit. Okay, that's how yeah, Undertale okay. will always know you did a genocide playthrough hmm. and True. yell at you for deleting that file, which is terrifying. <laughs> that's cool, man. I didn't know that. Okay, all right, yeah, we have to, we got to do it. We got to go back. I mean, fuck yeah. it, yeah. So, like, okay, now the big question is, we have to pick between Sayori or Natsuki for our second playthrough. Sayori, duh. We have to do both. Natsuki. No, no, you can't, uh, you can't romance both. You have to, like, follow one path and get all the oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah, saying which to, one is creepier, Natsuki. Oh, well, then do hers, yeah. We have to do both paths, and then yeah. we can... what are we doing yeah. first? I guess Natsuki. Okay, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. That's three out we'll of We'll save Sayori for last. Yeah. Peggy, you did all the shit, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so if you're going through it, does, like... Does Act 2 end with Natsuki killing herself if you go Natsuki's route? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, she's the that... only one that doesn't kill herself, right? Correct. Um, I also should mention, I didn't play it myself, but I did, like, watch all the Let's Plays and that sort of thing of each route of, I think it was, like, Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, GT Live, a lot of GT Live, um, 
and all of the like this is what happens if you go that route like those like indie videos and all that jazz so sure, like, sure. it's it's enough for me to confidently say yes i have like okay i know this i've seen all the paths yeah and even i tipped pete off on the game files because that's very important to this game um and tipping you off on what's going to happen and all that jazz. And just really seeing Monica be such a huge dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because when you go to, uh, when you do the Yuri route, right before Yuri kills herself, um, in the game files, there's a new text file that shows up that says, have a nice weekend. And that's from Monica. Monica knows that Yuri is going to do that because she's the one who programmed Yuri right. to do so. And you're going to be stuck so, like, there right. for the weekend watching her dead body, which is amazing. Exactly. <laughs> and she yeah. acts like, oh, no, yeah. you must have been stuck here. Oh, what a shame. It's like, no, but she fucking knew. She fucking knew that yeah. that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Sean, we, we, so we were in, in the episode where this happens, right? We, we were sitting there and like the game, she kills herself and you literally just like collapse on the floor and sit there. And, like, watch her bleed out, and then it's just, like, you, like, you have to hit skip so that it goes super fast, and it's still, like, a solid minute and a half. No, it's, like, just it was like, like, four minutes of, like, real of life. Just watching her, watching her body, like, Yeah, it goes, the and then the sun goes down and comes back, so you spend the weekend sitting there, and then the girl comes back in, and it's, like, oh, you've been sitting on the floor watching your friend dead on the ground for a weekend? Huh, nice. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's not only her... like watching her bleed out, it's watching her like decay. Like yeah, she yeah. Physically... You, you, her blood dries. Yeah, her, yeah. her, her, she her eyes sink in and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. You're at school, right? Yeah. yeah. You're in yeah. the classroom. What are the teachers? What's you're happening? Because it's, it's, it's over the weekend. Yeah. It's on, it's on a... There? Why are you there during the weekend? Well, no, like you're, like, you're there, there on Friday and she kills herself and then you just stay there. Where are the teachers though? Like where's the janitor? I don't know. They got deleted. Yeah, seriously. You don't understand the power of Monica, Sean. By this point, Monica's taking everyone else out. The point is, like, in the game, nobody else is coded to even be there besides the girls because it's just a simple dating game, right? So it's like, no one's there to get in between. So, yeah, of course you'd be stuck there. (laughs) No janitors, there's no teachers. You never even see a friggin' teacher, you know? They say there's people walking in the streets, but you don't see them, you know? They don't exist. They don't exist. Nothing is real. Also, I should mention the thing that Sean jumped at. No, I was gonna ask him. Yeah, yeah what Sean, what was it? What was the thing it's that in the she showed you? Route. It's okay. in the Natsuki route. So we don't know it yet. Correct. Huh? Who? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. What was it? No, just watch it. All right, fine. Okay, right, you yeah, gotta, yeah, you fine. Fuck do it. it. Yeah. We're going back into the literature We're going club, Tyson. Doki Doki Natsuki. <laughs> I also do, year. by the way, want to touch on the G- the game theory that just came out because yeah, apparently we're just a cool. huge fan to them. But uh, but Boo. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. The three game of us watched theory. it. Boo no, you, Andy. Fight me. No, Fucking but um, but they mentioned and kind of hint at we're, we can only see part one right now because only part one is released at the time of this recording. But apparently, the the characters might be from a different game, specifically a horror game that Team Salvato, the publishers, creators of DDLC, are going to make in the long run, which I was kind of disappointed at, to be honest, because now DDLC just really feels like a big marketing strategy. And, like, that doesn't take away from the game itself, but it does, it's just kind of like, yeah, but the reason why it's free is because they wanted to hype up their other game, and it's just, eh. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, I don't know, we'll see, right? Because I don't know that I'm necessarily going to be interested in that game. And if I just played this for free and had a great experience with it, that's like, great. That's kind of how I feel about it. Like most horror games don't grab me or anything like, like this one did. Like, you know, even, even Resident Evil's don't really like spook me or anything. This one gave me like one spook the whole time. And I was like, damn, I'm fucking like amazed. You know, that shit doesn't happen. (laughs) You know, like I really appreciate a game like that does that. Like Eternal Darkness on the GameCube still does that. That's hard to say. That's why I love that game. You know, 
this game actually was like at one point I'm like, damn, I'm quite disturbed. You know, I'm unsettled. I will, <laughs> I will say though, when I found that out and it was, I was just like, there in another game, I was just like, huh. I guess I will check that game out though. Yeah, like, no, I'm gonna right? check it out, it which is cool. And I'm gonna check it out too. It's just, it just, I don't know. I but just kind of felt like, oh. But that if Team Salvato gave you sense, but... a good time, even yeah, for like, agreed. yeah, hours for free, it's like, damn, that's free, that's free enjoyment, you know? Yeah, and to be honest, I do want to support their next project solely, if, you know, at the moment, solely because of DDLC and just how well it was and the fact that it was right. and yeah. all that. So, like, I'm, I'm very interested in the game. It's just kind of, I don't know, just kind of took away from the moment. Also, really quick, um, did Monica know that you were recording? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. She okay. called us she out, called out on, it. on that one, yeah. Yeah, which that was a, that was a good spoof too. What? She's, oh yeah, she so, like registers if you're using like OBS or something to record yep. or stream. So she said like, "Hi, well, we weren't streaming, but you know, she said like, oh, hi, like everyone live or whatever.' So like, you're recording this and blah blah. blah. It, it was just she like talks to the comment section. Yeah, yeah. She she's calls like, your viewers. She's like, oh, I'm blushing. Like you know, it's you shouldn't you know, like just all stare at me without asking. Like oh, <laughs> it's like interesting stuff. She has a Twitter account. Like there's all these like cool. Yeah, we like looked up her Twitter while we were playing. I yeah. was like, what's up? What's on her Twitter? And like, <laughs> she'll also to... use your real name and all that as well. Like, yeah, so yeah. either your PC name, name or yeah. your PC name. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, I went online and like looked at all the dialogue trees, and there's like probably like seventy things she talks about, and like probably like forty of the seventy are relevant to like fucking with you or like using your name or something like that, you know. So yeah, generally speaking, all of them, you know, are just like ways to unsettle you, which is really neat that there's so much like in that one scene alone, there's so much shit. You could spend like you. a couple like maybe like an hour, like literally just finding all the dialogue, you know? And you got yeah. the thing about Sayori and, and her death, right? Um How I don't think we got that in the game when we played it, but I found out that like she was clawing away to get yeah. out. And then Monica says like uh, no, I, I got that. I called that out when we were playing, and you were just like, no, I don't think so, man. And I was like, no, dude, this is her. Like, she's got removed from the game, no, and no, she's no. like... No, there's, no, no, like, no, an extra note. Sayori, he, there's an extra uh, note or something that, like, Sayori, when she tried to kill herself, she's hanging, right? But she didn't do it right, so she didn't snap her neck. So she's choking to death, and therefore they... Monica, I think, is the one who says it, that says, like, well, I walked in, and she was, like, hanging from the thing, and she was, like, strangling herself, trying to, like, get the rope. That's why her fingers are bleeding, because she, like, tried to, like, oh. fix it, and, like, not yet. And she's like, yeah, but you know Sayori, she's always a klutz, so, like, I figured she would be better off anyway, right? So I just let her do it. So, like, Monica, like, watched her strangle herself, basically. Yeah, Monica Jesus watched Christ. her die, and Sayori had second thoughts. Yeah. During the thing. So when she was yeah. hanging there, her fingers are, like, covered in blood. We just didn't get a chance to really, like, pause it or see that or yeah. anything. You can also yeah. see that scene in the back huh. of the classroom at some point. Oh, Pete, remember I said I thought I saw something in the back? Yeah, I, yeah, I got yeah, up yeah. in the chair. I was like, I think I see something in the back, but I'm kind of blind, so it was hard to tell. I thought that I saw would, would a picture of Sayori hanging, and I was like, yeah. no, there's no way. I yep. just I wrote it off. You know, yep. I didn't even like pursue it. But fuck, we should talk about this on the show. Pals <laughs> 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 play episode. So many things. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. yeah. When we do the next one. Um, yeah, so I would like to move on because we've got a lot of other stuff Damn, to talk about. Damn, we spent 20 but, um, on this. <laughs> this isn't the DDLC podcast? What um, the hell? <laughs> Sorry, Sean. One more thing. <laughs> I do have to shout out DDLC for doing the single creepiest thing in my mind people can do. And that's putting real people's eyes slash lips on cartoon yep. faces. <laughs> See, everyone yeah. thought that was so creepy. I, I, with, yeah. with Yuri's face, it didn't really bug me. Yep. It's horrifying. Really? Absolutely. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I don't know why. No, it's not about it. Um, 
Anyway, uh, so if you guys want to let us know what you're playing this week, you can write in the show and hear your thoughts right on the air. Give us a random question of the week or just say hey by dropping us a line at thevideogamepals at gmail.com. You can also follow our sister show at the Comics Pals, wherever your social media is sold to stay up to date on everything we have going on here at the Pals Network. And if you're an audio listener, we'd greatly appreciate it if you guys would like us on your platform of choice or, you know, jump over to iTunes where we're currently a five-star rated podcast and you can, uh, you know, really help the show out by giving us your own rating, helping the show grow. And um, if you're over on YouTube, you can do us a solid like to, by uh, liking the video, you know, uh, subscribing to the channel if you haven't already. And as always, uh, sharing, you know, the videos, the podcast, whatever you're into that we're doing with your friends. And uh, hopefully they'll come join the Pals Network, the family. Um, and also, you know, go check out our – oh, Sean, wait, you got something? Go ahead. I Well, I, I wanted – you finished your thing, but I wanted to – Give an update on my guild's progress through Mythic. Now that yeah. oh, okay, all right, oh, all right, fuck all right, yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck. Okay, so check out our Doki Doki Literature Club Let's Play on Pals Play Monday through Friday, and go ahead, Sean. <laughs> so uh, obviously, uh, I'm in a guild in World of Warcraft, um, and Mythic raiding released this week. Uh, the the uh, Antorus Raid Mythic version came out, and we jumped in there, um, and we ended up doing really well. Uh, so there's time. 11 bosses. Uh, we killed four. Oh, and, shit. Ooh. In yeah, a week? In a week. Damn. And uh, that was good enough to put us at uh, Realm 6, US 78. Holy shit. World Whoa. 214. What? Holy oh, shit, yeah. dude. Oh, we so, gotta go back to like the first time you ever talked about this and, and gave us the numbers of where you were in the podcast, and it's like, yeah, rank like I don't know, five thousand or something, and now you're two hundred. <laughs> you're fucking two hundred. That's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. We're actually going back in on Monday, and we're probably gonna kill another boss, which is gonna be good enough to put us <laughs> in the hundreds again in the world. Fuck we yeah. were in the hundreds, but some guilds rated you on one fifty, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still so. insanely like impressive, man. Like just thanks. Yeah, you know, like golf claps all around. I don't want to spike the G-G. mic, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's insane, dude. And and as it turns out, there are people in my guild who found who find who found out that I do this. Oh no! And they listen to this show, and so they <laughs> they enjoy. Uh, they particularly enjoyed me telling the story of the individual who I had to kick from the guild. Oh nice. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? A few weeks back, I told a story about a. Uh, a girl that I raided with who I had to kick from the guild because she was, uh, for a lot of reasons. And, um, some people in my guild heard it and they, they thought it was great. So. Real quick. So what's the name of your guild again? I got to remember this. Uh, it's beyond the flames on storm rage. All right. So shout outs to beyond the flames. Congrats, you guys. Yee. If you guys are listening to this one, um, you guys are fucking killing it and we're proud of you. So yeah. good on you. Love you guys. Through the guild. <laughs> Stand in a fire for me and tell Sean it was for him. Don't. <laughs> oh my god, if somebody does that, that would be so funny. Please ta- do it just one time. I'm talking to you right now, chairs. You know who you are. Don't do that. Chairs. <laughs> do it, chairs. Chairs. Right, chairs. So- chairs. 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 <laughs> that actually uh, gives me a perfect opportunity to uh, bring up a-, a little email we got from the editor of our show who we, we don't usually shout out uh he's been editing the episode the show for the past i want to say maybe five or seven something like that episodes he took it over from me uh philip casey from the comics pals he is uh in la visiting his brother this week and uh well he so here he wrote in 
And um, so he says, hi, friends. As you know, I'm in L.A. pursuing an acting career just for the weekend. If I don't successfully become the next Chris Pratt by next week's episode, then I guess it didn't work out. Uh, so he had an email that you can check the first part out of on the Comics Pals, plugs, and this part was for us. So he says, this is to the video game pals. Sean's a raid leader in WoW, right? My question is, how many South Korean gamers is Sean hiring to play so high in international standards? <laughs> Should this be investigated further? Inquiring minds would like to know. Phil. Wow. Your response, say. <laughs> so Sean, how many South Koreans are Would you like to respond to these allegations against you? <laughs> yeah, I would like to respond to the allegations. First of all, uh, first of all, I don't appreciate you trying to put me on blast like that. Um, there's something called uh, not breaking kayfabe, and you're supposed to keep things under wraps, you know? Um, and this is a, a podcast that's listened to globally, and I don't need certain ears hearing things like that. So... <laughs> Certain South Korean ears, if you will. Right. So, the, you know, the first time I have to say this, it's a warning. The second time, I mean, I am going to Philly in January for the Royal Rumble. So, so you and I can have a little Royal Rumble. Fight. We could have Fight. a little Royal Rumble Fight. of our own uh, if you don't keep things quiet. For the whore. <laughs> for the alliance. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> for the alliance. No, the horde. The Alliance. Uh-oh. Did you mean Horde? I, I mean Alliance. hours later. <laughs> I still mean Horde. Peggy, we're done professionally. <laughs> to be done fair, I've never played World of Warcraft, but Sylvanas is Bay, so like I'll take Sylvanas it. Sylvanas is Bay, but yeah. Alliance, though. I like my edgy blood elves, though, so I might be a Horde Actually, person. Jaina Pramore. Yeah, okay, oh, Alliance. Oh, come on. Alliance. Um, to be honest, all I'm pretty easy. Alliance all I'm day. pretty easy to please. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Jaina. Give me Jana and I'm fine. Done deal. All right. So for our rotating segment this week, uh, we're actually going to do something that's a little bit brand new. Uh, so last week on the show, we placed our bets around the TGA's major awards categories. And uh, now it's time to tally up our scores and name the champ. So uh, I, I was thinking, you know, we'll see how this goes. But I was thinking this might be a fun thing to do in the future to bet on these kind of shows and see who's got the best predictive skills. And, uh, you know, um, just, you know, maybe like queue up our victories and stuff like that and see how we do at the end of the year, some shit like that. Um, but, so, Peggy uh, was nice enough to get a list together of how we cast our votes. Uh, so let's jump right into it. So, uh, for best game direction, right? Um, you know, actually, I don't think we need to go through all these. I'll just say who won, and yeah, then we'll, say. we'll you know, we'll fucking say how, how it, how it shook, shook out. I put per Persona 5 for every category, slash didn't do a ballot, so... <laughs> I do not <laughs> win. Can I also no. point out, by the way, that they did not uh, best multiplayer game went to PUBG, but they never announced it on the award <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, it got missed for some reason. <laughs> also, Sean, I'm gonna point out it's gonna be a game this month. Yeah, but it comes out count. on the twentieth. Yeah, but it comes out on the twentieth. The awards it didn't already come happened. out during the game awards. Yeah, yeah. the awards no, already it didn't happened. come out during the season. If okay, can't hear even you over day best before. multiplayer game. Even a That's day BS. before. I would have considered it more than it. Hardline, no. It's not out before the awards were even out. That's insane. Oh, yeah. my God. We should not count that. We should not count that. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah. yeah. Sean, we're going to make lead a crusade. We're going to change this. Yeah. This is, we're going to get out. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Thompson and I agree. Yeah. We need a recount. Issue. Pete and Peggy agree. 
Andy, where do you stand? Does, should PUBG be eligible to win awards at a game show when it's not actually a released game? I should okay, also mention so- that none of us picked PUBG for multiplayer, so it doesn't matter in our counts anyway. But <laughs> no, I'm so no, salty this about matters. It. The- this matters. <laughs> Sean is phrasing the question in a very leading fashion. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> but I do still agree with him. Yes. All right. So I guess that's that's now the official stance of the podcast that we will not consider early access games for game of the year contenders. You're damn right. All right. Okay. Thank God, fine. PUBG's coming out on the twentieth. <laughs> this is Article One of our fucking legislation. I'm not forgetting it. <laughs> this is the part you heard where Peggy leads the air. <laughs> I don't need some Confederates right. overturning my rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into this. So for best game direction, the winner was Breath of the Wild. All right. Uh, for best narrative, we had What Remains of Edith Finch. Mm. Best art direction was Cuphead. Rip. Uh, best score slash music went to Near Automata. Rip. Huh. Uh, best audio design went to Hellblade. Best performance went to Melina Melina Jurgens for Hellblade. Which God damn it, I I knew I should have fucking yep. picked her. <laughs> ah. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, Games for Impact, the winner was uh, Hellblade again. So Hellblade, clean it up this year. Yeah, wow. Um, best ongoing game went to Overwatch. Yeet. Best uh, mobile game went to Monument Valley 2, which another one that I fucking called out and I should have fucking hedged my bets. Stupid. Um, best handheld game, Metroid Samus Returns, surprising absolutely no one. Uh, best surprising VR Andy. <laughs> Fire Emblem Andy. Echoes was better. I mean, look, you're entitled to be wrong. You like fire Pokemon. You like Persona 5. You it's like okay. water Pokemon. What does that say about you? Shut up! Oh. <laughs> Best VR AR game went to RE7. Best action game went to Wolfenstein. Best action adventure game went to Breath of the Wild. Another one we all got right. Uh, Best RPG went to Persona 5. Ooh, easy peasy. There you go. You got one. Uh, Best... Best fighting game. I was surprised by this one. It was Injustice Yee. 2. We were all oh, right. Shit. Sean with the upset. Seriously? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Sean picked Tekken 7, but yeah, we, we were all, we picked the fucking casual market. We got Tekken it. Tekken 7 is a better fighting game. It's because of the turtles. <laughs> it, 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 and I love, inju- I love Injustice. Injustice 2 is a better total package, though. So it's, it's good. And I'm happy. Yeah, I, mean, I love that yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's the game you talked about the most this year, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Um, glad to see that one win that one. Uh, hope that sets a trend of actually getting good story games and uh, fighting games because I miss not. those. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so, <clears throat> best strategy game went to Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, which Jesus, God damn it, yep. it's another one. I hedged my fucking bets. Nintendo. Uh, my favorite thing was going friend? through this list, by the way, and just seeing Pete saying, "Yeah, this was a good game, but I'm gonna go here." And like he did it for like five different categories where he was <laughs> like, "This is my second them. bet." Yeah. If I just picked them, I would have fucking cleaned up. Yep. Uh, so, best sports racing game, we were all wrong, went to Forza Motorsport. Best multiplayer huh. uh, went to PUBG, like we Yeet. said. Uh, best indie game went to Cuphead, um, which, again, we all we all gave that one the vote. Good for that. Um, Cuphead actually won a lot this year, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then game of the year, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. which, Nothing again, we all, we all guessed that one. Um, so then... Peggy pointed out here we technically did best esports game, which went to Overwatch. Um, so yeah, if we do count that one, which I don't see why not, it doesn't affect our final score. Uh, yeah, it, like it didn't outcome. affect anything either way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Peggy and Sean got that one. So our final tallies, with that included, are uh, ten for Peggy, ten for Sean, ten for me, and eleven 
for Thompson. Ooh. Oh, grats, Thompson. Thanks. Yeah, man. Shit. And 97 for Andy Straight Persona 5. <laughs> <laughs> Better luck next year, noobs. <laughs> so oh, uh, the man. point goes to Thompson for this one. So, what do uh, I get? You know. I, I, what I'm thinking a warm sense is, of accomplishment. So I, oh, I want to throw wow. this out there. If, if you I guys had that. Well, for now, but here's what I was thinking. I was yes. thinking that if we we'll do this until the next game awards, yeah, mm-hmm. and whoever wins at the end of the year will come up with some kind of prize that they win. Damn, that'll work. Sweet. Well, in the meantime, though, shouldn't the victor have a victory speech? <laughs> speech, speech. Thompson in lieu of a belt. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to thank the fact that I'm such a smart and foresightable man to to know and and. <laughs> Oh and clean up like this. Foresight- That's not yeah. a word. I Don't interrupt him during a speech. What is this? I'm heckled by all my enemies, but my enemies yeah. even can't say that I'm a bad man because, again, eleven out of Thompson, you know, I'm really one more than everybody else. You finish. One more than everybody else is a clear and astounding victory. It's it's <laughs> leaps and bounds beyond mortal like minds. You know, I, I I didn't break the space time continuum, but next year we'll see. You know, to the stars. Spoken like a, spoken like a true champ. Yes. By the way, you. I do want to mention uh, Faker won best esports personality, and the best esports team was Cloud9. Oh, boy. Which, that was I've your two guesses, right? Yep. No. Uh, we said Team Liquid for. Oh, we did okay. say Team Liquid. Yeah, because right. of Dota 2. Yeah. Yep. What did Cloud9 sure. win? Cloud9, like, I think just has the biggest spread of teams. I mean, I guess. So. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. Uh, um, I don't know if that's there, to be honest, but they but won. That's yeah. how it went. Yeah, so. right. I'd like to point and out. Won something good. I'd like to point out that um, the, w- the the only thing that Mario Odyssey won was the category we skipped: best family game. Yep. And Horizon was fucking snubbed. So yeah. tough year. Tough Shouldn't year. Released it against Breath of the Wild, man. Yeah. Hey, what are you gonna do? Not release anyway. it against Breath of the Wild. We just said All right, that. all right. <laughs> Been the fourth best game of the year. That's so pretty no, good. Fuck you, Andy. <laughs> fourth best game of the year. Yeah, you're on the yeah. side of the pedestal. Get the fuck out of here. Damn. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's an honor just to be nominated. Ooh. Forgot hey, how, I agree. how much fun Andy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I said I missed you earlier. Anyway. You, you agree with telling me to fuck out of here, or you agree with me that... <laughs> Right. No, I agree with you, actually. Yes! <laughs> what, yeah. that it's an honor to be nominated? Yeah, I think yeah. it is. It is. It is an honor to be nominated. Yeah. It's a good um, game. Not the best. Yeah. Game. All right. <laughs> 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 I guess that means it's time for... The news! The news! We talking about the news! The news! The news! We talking about the news! All right, so we've got six items on the news list this week. Uh, it's, it's a packed one, so we're, we're going to jump right into it. Um, So... Between Mega Man's 30th anniversary, the Game Awards, and uh, the first two weeks of, or the first two days of PSX at the time of this recording, um, there's just so much that in the, in an effort to give it all proper attention, uh, I made the decision to push all the PSX stuff to next week when we've gotten all the information out of it and we can, you know, give it a proper amount of time. Uh, so we're going to jump right into it with the Mega Man 30th anniversary celebration stream that happened this week. Uh, so there was a, a couple big announcements that came out of it. The biggest of uh, which is obviously the announcement of the long-awaited 11th game in the Mega Man franchise, which is going to be the first new Mega Man game in seven years. So Mega Man 11 is coming to Nintendo Switch, PS4, PC, and Xbox One in, quote, late 2018. Uh, it's, you know, your classic 2D side-scrolling platformer fair. 
Um, but it's got 3D visuals this time around. It's like 2.5D instead of uh, traditional sprites, which I'm kind of disappointed about. But, you know, I, I get I get the practical reasons of wanting to do that. Um, so I've got a little bit more here. But what, what did you guys think about this? Everybody got a chance to check out the trailer? I loved it. Uh, I, I've been waiting for more Mega Man. I love Mega Man. This game looks really, really good. It really um, does. Just graphically, like this is what Mega Man, especially the core Mega Man series, should look like. I think um, I I couldn't have been more pleased. It looks it looks so fun. Like watching this trailer, and I don't always get this feeling, but watching this trailer, I was like, God, I wish I was playing this right now. You know, uh-huh. like it just it just makes you want to jump right in, and um, yeah, it just it just looks it looks like classic Mega Man, and they got it right. Um, the last two games they put out. With of Mega Man, we're, we're yeah, nine and ten were great, fantastic. So this just looks like another step in the right direction. They they've got it figured out. When I think of uh, Mega Man, the first thing I think of is like speed running and that sort of thing. And this game looks like so much fun to to both play and to watch. At least that that's what I got from the trailer. So like, I'm really really excited to see what speedrunners can do with this one and just really like a break the game beyond recognition and b <clears> just like to see the skill that. Mega Man is just like really known for uh really come into play for something that's as aesthetically pleasing as what we saw in that trailer. Yeah, we we haven't had a Mega Man game in like forever, you know what I mean? Like the yeah, last like thing I said 7 years yeah. since 10. And like I'm a huge fan of the series too, man. Like I love both series X and the original one. And and you know with the stink of my number 9 still in the air, I think like it's good to see something like this and I'm really excited, man. I just I love Mega Man's and it looks good, you know? That's all I could ask for. I'm going to really enjoy the first three levels of this game. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you will beat it, I'm guessing? Yep, because I okay. will not be able to beat the third level and will end up putting it down. But those first three levels, man. Yeah, that's you, fair. You got to believe in yourself. Sometimes you it's it. the way it goes. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm very excited for this. You know, as I think the, the person who's the most enthusiastic about uh, 2D side-scrollers at the uh, the table here is like, I fucking am so hype about this. I feel like this is a really good new direction for Mega Man. As much as I like the games with the NES look, um, I think trying to do something new is probably the right move to try and make Mega Man relevant again and, and bring in new players. Um, so yeah, the game actually, it's got like a brand new character design for Mega Man by Yuji Ishira and the game's producer, uh, Kazushiro uh, Zushia? I think, and director Koji Oda, <clears throat> who are both uh, veterans of both Capcom and the Mega Man franchise, have said that, like, their goal here is to, like, kind of have, like, this be a reboot for the character. You know, have it be, like, kind of a rebirth for the for the series. Um, so, and, like, a lot of people are drawing comparisons to my number nine, obviously, because of, like, the kind of similar look. But um, I think people who are Mega Man fans have definitely pointed out that it looks a lot more like Mega Man Powered Up, which I don't know if any of you guys ever played. It was on the PSP, and it no. was like a shibby Pete, 2D. It's on the PSP. Who played it besides you? I the PSP, the PSP was dope! Yeah, What's but who? But who yeah, it was good. Final Fantasy. I'm not saying it's bad, but Pete, whenever you're like, it's a PSP game, it's like, wait, no one besides you had one. Besides, no, or, the you know. PSP was a success. It was the Vita that had like a small <laughs> install base. Both of them. Nah, hundred over hundred million soul, baby. Yeah, but like, okay. Anyway, yes, it was good, <laughs> and it looks a lot like this, and I'm fucking hyped. So let's, I'm, I'm ready. 
but if you're a fan of the classic Mega Man games, um, fret not, because there was some pretty cool stuff announced there as well. The Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2 are going to both be coming to Switch with Amiibo support, which is dope, because um, I'd love to have all these on Switch. They said they'll be out by Spring 2018. Um, Legacy Collection 2 actually never came to 3DS, even though uh, 1 was actually bigger and better on 3DS. So it'll be cool to see both of these finally come to a Nintendo platform uh, and be able to get them all in one place. And then um, I would say probably the bigger announcement, though, uh, because, you know, both of those games are available on other platforms, is that uh, the announcement of Mega Man X 1 through 8 coming to PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One this summer. So Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's not clear how they're going to be released, if they're going to be released as single games or as, like, uh, a, a collection. They haven't really said specifically, but I would say a collection probably seems likely, given the fact that we've had two other Mega Man collections like that. Yep. I have serious thoughts about this. Hit us. Uh, first of all, to me, Mega Man X is where it's at. Hell yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I, I can't get enough Mega Man X. I think... For for me personally, those are the best platforming games ever. Side-scrolling games ever. And the fact that we did not get an announcement for a new Mega Man X game is extremely sad. Everyone talks about when... Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's coming because the X series started in 93 and its 25th anniversary is next year. So I'm wondering if they're going to release 1 through 8 and then give us a newbie. It should have already happened. The fact that the last, <laughs> like, core Mega Man game... No excuses. Yeah, I agree. Was released in 2010, and it's been... I, I Gosh, it's gotta have been at least 10, 10 plus years since the last Mega Man X installment. Wait, were that they on, like, bullshit. even PS2 is the last time they had one, you know? Uh, I think, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, it was X9, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that, that's insane. But... Well, that's insane, but, like, that's, yeah. so, that's so long of a gap. We've had, like, two whole generations, you know? What what Capcom has done with Mega Man really is a shame. Yeah. It's just one of their abandoned franchises, and I don't understand why. X is in Capcom, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and that's awesome. Zero's there too, but why has there not been a core release? Yeah, especially when when you look at how cool and successful 9 and 10 were. It's surprised it took so long. It's taken them so long to go back to this well, but uh, it's time for... The, him to come back though i think i think there's definitely like people are excited for it or will be excited for it you know um well, there's definitely be. the mega man fans out there but i think we're also more interested in hard you know um like twitchy platformers like this in a way like we haven't been in a long time so i i feel like this is a perfect time for mega man to come back so i hope these games move the needle and uh, i hope we get more oh they're moving they my are. needle all right <laughs> Peggy's face, though. <laughs> <sighs> so, Capcom has also announced a current-gen collection of the original Devil May Cry trilogy for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, which is coming amid a bunch of rumors for uh, a fifth game in the mainline series, like a true Devil May Cry 5. So, I think the fact that this actually came out seems like a pretty good confirmation of that. Um, March 13th, 2018, uh, 30 bucks for all three games. Not so bad. I dig it. Yeah, worth. if you're a Devil May Cry fan, definitely worth it. And um, seems like Devil May Cry announcement's probably right around the corner. So get hyped. This game wasn't all announcements, though, as Ubisoft has decided the... Um, excuse me. Ubisoft has announced the decision to delay three of their major titles. 
Uh, Far Cry 5 is being delayed from February 27th to March 27th. Uh, the crew was delayed from March 16th to, quote, the first half of fiscal 2018-19. And then an announced, fran- quote, franchise sequel has been delayed from fiscal 2018-19 to fiscal 2019-20. So, um, the reason for these delays, though, because, you know, none of these are super, super long, you know, and it's like delays happen. It's not exactly a big deal. Um, obviously, Thompson and, and I are both really excited for Far Cry 5, and it's a bummer that we had to wait a month, but whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, there's still our games to digest, man. <laughs> especially because of the reasoning here. And that's the really exciting piece of news, I think, is um, they had a press release that came out to Rolling Stone's Glixel, who's been breaking a lot more stories lately. So good on them. Go check their stuff out. Uh, the company cited the successful launch of Assassin's Creed Origins as their primary motivator to be, quote, investing more time into each of these titles. Uh, so they had a quote where they said, quote, the decision is lined with our strategic vision of developing even more engaging and higher quality experiences for gamers. Um, taking more time with Assassin's Creed Origins enabled our talented development team to fully express their creative vision. As expected, this has had a very positive impact on the game's quality and largely participated to its commercial success. Taking a similar approach, we've decided to invest additional development time into these three upcoming titles. So, good. That's like... Good on Ubisoft for recognizing that, hey, if we try, things can be good. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Ubisoft's always in this, like, middle ground for me as a developer because they make some some shit that I I just can't handle. Like, Assassin's Creed, uh, you know, really fell out for me over time. And I know they put a lot of work into this new one, so that's good. You know, but other times, like, they just drop the ball for like no fucking reason you know what i mean like i love the shit that they make so i love when they like realize hey make a good product people will buy it you know like that I, I don't know i see like the changes in some of their games from some of the patches recently and like i'm digging it you know i think as like as a company they're like trying to clean up their i mean they've, they've been slack. on a hard upswing this year yeah like and i really had, appreciate it every but, game know? they've put out has been pretty successful yeah. like watch watch underscore dogs too is the last <laughs> game that underperformed yeah, yeah all their games and services have like really healthy audiences oh, yeah. assassin's creed was a hit um it's good to see yeah. man i'm really excited Seems like they're it. in a good spot yeah because yeah. i always liked their shit i just wish like they would put more like effort into some of the shit and you know there's no reason that they can't and they are now and it's you know Maybe they're inspired by Nintendo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a really big fan of Ubisoft. And, um, you know, I definitely think that they they put out a lot of games I really enjoy. And when they do it right, they sure do it right. Yeah, definitely. So it's good to see them having, having a good swing and uh, I think really, like, really giving it to Vivendi, trying to stay independent. So yeah, good on them. Good, good luck. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm excited for Far Cry 5. Um, take the month, man. So, it's all good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take it. So uh, I still got to finish up all the games in 2017. Mm-hmm. So moving on to a little Nintendo news, The Hollywood Reporter has announced that Ryan Reynolds is set to star in the Jeez. English version of the live-action Detective Pikachu movie. So um, mm-hmm. other details are pretty sparse, but there's a couple bits here that I think will be interesting for Andy and I. Uh, Alex Hirsch, who's the creator of Gravity Falls and yeah. was a storyboard artist on The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack, yeah. wrote the script. Um, I love this guy. With, <laughs> with yeah, James he, Gunn. Well, he wrote it with Nicole Perlman, oh, who, okay, who co-wrote Guardians of the Galaxy. That's cool. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So that's two really good script writers here for this movie. And uh, Rob Letterman, who directed Goosebumps, is set to direct. So hmm. we'll see how that goes. Good. Yeah. So it seems like there's a pretty solid team here. 
Um, the other two stars that have been named are people that I didn't recognize is a woman who's in the new Jurassic Park movie and who's in another one who's in like Big Big Little Lies or whatever. So, you know, um, it, it seems like it's got a you know decent recipe for this to actually maybe be something entertaining. Can we can we take bets on who Ryan Reynolds is going to play? He's, oh, he's Pikachu. Pikachu. Oh, he's Pikachu. Yeah, Shit, he's that, definitely damn. Detective Pikachu. Like, no, he, oh, okay. I didn't know he Sean was right now. actually the Pikachu. <laughs> Shit, okay. This is just the dumbest shit. Like, why would this? <laughs> why would this be what what you would do? Like, this is this is such a this is such a bad direction because why would this be 20... what you would do? <laughs> right? Yeah, like it's gonna be twenty eighteen. Everybody yeah. wants like Pokemon is popular. I don't give a shit about Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. That's like <laughs> that's an embarrassment. That why is it an embarrassment? Because that's not how you treat Pokemon. You don't you don't take Pikachu. Pikachu has an iconic voice, okay? Um you, you don't <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is not <laughs> you, Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is not the voice of Pikachu. What I'm just, the hell is just, that? I'm just, just thinking like some Pikachu, Sean, he's different. I'm just no, thinking wow. like SNL. He has skit. his own game, he can talk, he speaks English. Okay, but is he Ryan Reynolds? He I might guess. be he's, he's not. He's not. <laughs> People, people really wanted him to be Danny DeVito, and I have to say that I think that would have been a better choice. But, uh, <laughs> what was the other movie where Pikachu unexpectedly talked? It was, it was the new one, movie. I yeah, Choose yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, People flipped yeah. their shit when that happened, so I'm not, I'm not sure how this one's going to fare, but it should oh, be. Oh, I mean, it'll probably be ridiculous and terrible, but yeah. yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. There's Come a good. On. There's a good creative team. That's all that matters. Like if it's not all that matters, people automatically think, "Oh, Pikachu talking, dumb." Why? Why, why Meowth can talk in the show? Because, but that's 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 just the, that's what they've done. I'm, I'm not from, gonna it, lie, dude. I really one, agree. From episode <laughs> one, Meowth could talk, so you just accept it. That's the it's world just that they one built. Meowth though. This one Pikachu learned you how to guys talk, just and he's telling and me he's Pikachu. a detective talks is really weird and the fact that ryan reynolds is gonna be talking for pikachu is just really weird and like i didn't know that this movie was literally a pikachu that's ryan Re- that's insane like if ryan reynolds was in the movie i was like oh, he could be like james you know like team rocket no he's detective pikachu. But no he's a fucking pikachu are you kidding yeah. me i think this is gonna be fun yeah, it's no, gonna we're suck, gonna... but it's gonna be so much fun i'm gonna have to be like hallucinating to enjoy this movie like it's, it's gonna like be Green weird Lantern. In the, uh, Sean, in, in the same I'm way, I have to see this movie to enjoy this movie. It's like that's it. Yeah. Sean, in the same way that you made the comics files go see the Justice League, I want to make <laughs> all of us go see this movie, and I we have to talk Field about it. Sean. I guarantee this will be a better movie than Justice League. <laughs> I guarantee you're wrong. Sean was offending. In case anyone couldn't uh, tell. I I guarantee that is not accurate. Well, that's the next bet we're putting on the board, guys. When does this movie come out? When does this abomination come out? <laughs> no, no word, no word. It's, no it's, they're keeping it very close to the chest. This is all we got on it so far. Like, from Hollywood Reporter literally just got cast this week. So probably, probably another year time. or so. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a protest this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just want Danny DeVito now to be detective. If we're gonna go Digimon off the rails sweatshirt. and make a exactly. Pikachu talk. Why don't Tom we just go full steam ahead? We, dude, we always agree. If you're gonna do something <laughs> this stupid, at least go all the way. Don't get yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, embrace what it. What the fuck? What's He's your definition going all the way then? 
that's not going all the way. Ryan Reynolds being cast as Pikachu is just dumb. Danny DeVito being cast as Pikachu is hilarious. Yeah, that's it's quality. a dumpster fire, but it's like, all right, I'll jump in this. Yeah, I don't care about Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, it's Deadpool. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, just go fucking crazy. Like embrace the insane. Like this movie's insane. Someone was off their goddamn rocker when they were like, Pikachu's gonna talk, and Ryan Reynolds is gonna be the voice. You know, if anyone else said that besides a billionaire guy in Hollywood, they would laugh no, at me. No, no, again, I, I put, as I pointed out, this is based on a video game. This what is a game fuck? in Japan. Oh my god, Japan needs Japan. to stop. <laughs> and he has, like, in the game, he has, he has like, a deep-ass, like, voice like this. Oh, he's speaking in, like, flawless Japanese. Get Danny DeVito, it's James great. Earl Jones as Pikachu. Oh, okay, eh... Maybe. Oh, and the human leads the kid from the get down. Okay. Oh boy. <sighs> I like Justice Smith. He's cool. All right, so you know, jury's out on how this one's going to turn out. We'll see. <laughs> jury's not out. Jury's in. It's going to turn out better than Justice League. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't one seen v Justice one. League still. One v one. You're not missing much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep that in. All right, so this next one is very wow. interesting. Um, Nintendo has teamed up with NVIDIA to bring a, uh, 1080, a few 1080p versions of Wii and GameCube games to China okay. for the first time. So we already knew that the company had a relationship as, uh, NVIDIA's Tegra, uh, Tegra chip, excuse me, is, uh, what powers the Nintendo Switch. But we learned that the companies have worked together again here to bring ports of, um, the new Super Mario Bros. Wii, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, and Punch-Out!, uh, which is the Wii version of it, to the Shield in 1080p, um, with uh, Super Mario Galaxy promised to be coming soon. Wow. So we got an update on this from Ars Technica that says that uh, the description paid on NVIDIA's Chinese site says that the Wii games in question are running via, um, they're streaming through the GeForce Now service, so they're not like being emulated directly on the hardware, which um, that's relevant because a lot of people were thinking that this might be, like, a test market for, like, HD versions of these classic games for, like, maybe a virtual console effort or something like that. Especially because the Shield and the Switch are basically the same inside. Yeah, right. The newest mm -hmm. one, anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because the version that they have in China is actually a modified version, and it's different, and it doesn't have access to all the same stuff because it's made for the Chinese market. Um, so this is actually the first time any Nintendo game has been playable there since uh, the N64 era when they made another special Chinese console that could play, like, certain Nintendo 64 games. So this is interesting for that reason, obviously, because it's another example of seeing the Chinese market grow, which is something that we've talked about a little bit on this show. And it's just interesting because it's such a Wild West territory. But um, the existence of these HD versions of these games, though, like, definitely leads me to think we're getting them on Switch at some point. Why else would they be making them, you know? To sell them in China. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, why wouldn't you also just sell them in America? Well, they'll also make money, I, right? Nintendo does dumb shit all the time. <laughs> or it's it could not be an yeah, appeal. like making a game and a movie where Pikachu talks. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Sean! <laughs> He's not Man, wrong. somehow it still won't be as bad as Superman in Justice League. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, Andy. <laughs> See, here's the thing, man. You're saying that as if I'm some Justice League apologist, and I'm not. But I'll tell you this right now. There's nothing in Justice League that's going to be worse than <laughs> Pikachu talking. That's <laughs> awful. <laughs> nice. Again, it's not like Pikachu Pikachu. It's the great detective Pikachu. Oh. That character can talk. 
What does that mean? <laughs> it's just Pokemon. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting. Not I'm not getting dragged back into this. <laughs> no, let's do it. Let's do it. The last Throw thing it off I want to say. Throw it off the rails. The last thing I want to say about this <laughs> is that the GameCube game, right? The only one that's featured here is Twilight Princess, and that seems to be the HD version that we got on Wii U. So that's kind of what's also leading me to believe that we might get these games, uh, all of them, ported to the Switch at some point in the future. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the Switch being a home for, like, literally every Nintendo game ever made. Because it's the superior console. Uh, okay. It's no Nintendo GameCube. The first portable <laughs> console. It's it doesn't no have a PS handle. Vita. Yo, don't even fuck. I love the Vita. But the Switch is better than the Vita. I'm a Vita apologist, and the Switch, the Switch is definitely better than the Vita. Yeah, you are guess, a Vita apologist. I guess, there is, I guess there is a possibility for every universe after all. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to own a Vita, and it was me. No, someone had to like the Vita, and it was you. Lots of people like the Vita. All, all 20 of them. All 13 million of us. No, it's 13. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where did all those 13 million live? On Vita Island. Okay, that's my point. <laughs> you set up your own government in your own little land and you expect it to be included through the rest of the other gamers? Come on. Come on. <laughs> we didn't need you. We had Dag and Ranpa and Persona 4. <laughs> great. <laughs> hey, man, Persona 4 is great, but when Persona 5 hits Switch, mm -mm -mm. it's all over. Alrighty, so for the meat and potatoes this week, uh, we're going to talk about all the Game Awards announcements, you know? There was a, a ton of pretty hot ones this year, so I honestly, the probably the most we've ever gotten out of the show. Um, so let's, let's, let's get into them. So uh, everybody got a chance to check out all these trailers, so we're all, we're all up to date. Um, you know, we'll, we're just going to kind of take it through in as chronological order as we can. Uh, so... One of the first games we saw announced was uh, a weird one. It's a World War Z game coming out for PS4, Xbox, and PC, which I just thought this was so weird. You know, it's it's being published by Paramount Pictures. It's like three years too late for a movie that wasn't even that well received, if I remember correctly, right? I mean, mm -hmm. anybody so, else? It's like, what's up with this? So, it okay, so first of all, World War Z was a book, and the right. book was good. Uh, but the book's about interviewing people, right? That's what they say no. you'll do in this game, though. the the book The book is the book is about what happened in the war. It's about trying to piece together the events of the war into into a coherent narrative for for historical purposes. Um, so I guess it it, it doesn't have a, a particular perspective. Really, it's from the perspective of the interviewer talking to people who were present in these moments and then that person's perspective on the events as they unfolded and the game seems to uh sort of follow more in the footsteps of the book than the movie so for that reason i thought this was cool but at the same time i couldn't get i couldn't get an exact grasp on like exactly what the game is trying to be yeah the moment to moment gameplay seems a little unclear right but, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the team working behind it is an interesting one. So it's Saber Interactive. Uh, 
based on the fact that they're making it, I think it's a first-person shooter because they've, they've worked on a handful of original games uh, and then did a bunch of Halo ports. Um, like, every time Halo's been ported, basically since they ported the first Halo to Xbox 360, it's been them. Um, then, uh, most recently, they actually worked on Quake Champions for Bethesda, oh, which, right. um, nice. yeah, a couple of us have played. So, this is weird, but it might actually be a game to look out for. So, um, I don't know, we'll update you as, it, as we learn more about it. Uh, so then we also got the announcement of Vacation Simulator, which is, uh, you know, a, a, a you know, loose sequel to Job Simulator, which was a, you know, a hit VR game coming to all VR systems in 2018. Um, looks cute. Looks like more fun. Uh, VR, Job Simulator is definitely a good time if you've had a chance to fuck around with any VR um, platform. It looks fun. VR is not my jam, but, you know, it might be a good time. It looks like one of those games that you're just like, yeah, I'm going to mess around with this for like two hours or so yeah. and then i'm gonna then i'm gonna drop it and never pick it up again but in those two hours are gonna be really fun like job simulator was just a lot of fun to mess with and that sort of thing yeah yeah it's a game i i, I could see myself maybe dusting off my uh vr headset and fooling around with but you know we'll see what happens um so the next one i want to talk about this was an interesting one uh it's the, what i what i think is a new game by from software right so we got this weird footage of like some kind of torture device it looked like with a bloody rope and it said shadows die twice from software so based on the fact that we didn't see a name of anything i'm kind of thinking this is a new game maybe didn't someone say it was like i heard bloodborne like a bloodborne sequel like thrown out a little bit but i'm not sure so people have said that but if that was the case i feel like we would have seen sony's logo because they own that ip fair fair yeah so I'm I'm wondering if this is going to be like the multi-platform spiritual successor to Dark Souls. That'd be that'd be tight, yeah. Get it? Because it looks like a similar kind of game, mm-hmm. like based on this tiny, tiny little thing we saw, right? I yeah. mean, I don't know. Maybe it'll be From Software's first good game. Yeah, fucking. I don't even like those games, and that's you're throwing shade. I am. <laughs> I like Bloodborne. So their second good game. All right, great. <laughs> So, uh, the next one up that we saw was, um, or Thompson, do you have anything to say about this? I know you're into the From Software games. Yeah. Well, it's probably a new game. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, From Software, you know, like, I love everything they do, and they wouldn't release something like this unless it was, like, I don't think it would be an expansion to anything. It's probably just a new, like, Souls-like game or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too. So, uh, all right, yeah. So our next one is uh, in the Valley of Gods, which is the next game from Firewatch Dev Campo Santo. Um, this one's a little interest or a little different, though I'll say, because it's uh, you've got like a fully animated partner, which I think is pretty interesting. Um, a lot of walking simulators kind of have you exploring an environment by yourself, so I, I like the idea of having a companion. Um, it stars two women, which is cool. Um, yes. or at least that's, that's, that's what it seems like, yeah. right? Cause like yeah, the, the, the partner's g- definitely a woman. Yeah. I saw, they look like female hands. Yeah, definitely. So they're, um, yeah. Yeah. So it's like two treasure hunting, like Indiana Jonesses in like the twenties in Egypt. Sounds pretty fucking cool. Two broads hunt treasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm about I'm it. ready for this. I am so ready for this. Yeah, it looks very stylish, very pretty. Um, I think you can definitely see, like, both the Telltale and, like, Firewatch vibes in the art coming in 2019. I'm about it. Yeah, I'm into it. If it can, like, if it can stick the landing, um, it will be a better game than Firewatch. 
That's what I've heard. I mm. never got around to Firewatch because I, I I heard a lot of kind of. I mm. really liked Firewatch, um, but the third act is kind of disappointing. Mm. Right. Yeah, you saying that kind of kept me away from it. So I'm I'm looking forward to this one though. I think Campo Santos is a team I definitely want to see more from. Fair. And yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we'll see more about this one in 2018. Yeah. Uh. So then here's a little extra one that like I didn't catch the trailer for until afterwards. Uh. It's called Fade to Silence. THQ Nordic's putting out like a little. It's a survival game. Um. You know, apocalyptic winter seems very kind of like. We have, like, 16 million games on, like, <laughs> this on Steam already, so I don't know if this one's going to move the needle, but it's developed by Black Forest Games. It's coming to early access uh, this week, so December 14th. If you're interested, check it out. Yeah. Um, always fun to have those kind of, like, and it's out this week. Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, one of the major announcements that we got was the Champions Ballad DLC for Breath of the Wild uh, dropped during the show. Yep. So, um, yeah, right? Fucking really cool moment. Yeah. I've played uh, some of it already. and I, I haven't touched it yet, so yeah, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I'm only through the first trial. I went to Naboris first. The camel. I went to the camel first. <laughs> um, and it was a lot of fun to get more backstory, to see a lot more of, like, um, the world before... Calamity Gan- Ganon really took a stand. Um, it was just really awesome to see to see the the past interactions and that sort of thing. Um, I haven't gotten the motorcycle yet, which I'm a little annoyed. But I did get like mm-hmm. all the saddle and all that jazz for my horse, so and that's just really weird. good. The, the the saddle looks like it lets you like summon your horse, right? So the saddle, the actual like, what's the thing on his head? Bridle. Thank you. The bridle <laughs> allows you to summon your horse wherever you are. And then the saddle gives Thank you God. two extra speed boosts. That is awesome. Yeah. So, like, if you got the royal horse, for example, which is the one that I usually use, her name is Zelda, she's great, Um, you can get, I think it's either six or seven instead of four or five, depending on what it is. Cool. Yeah, yeah I use I and use a Pona, so that's, like, I've got the maxed out oh, one as perfect. well. Oh, you're perfect, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be, that's boss. <laughs> if he yeah. gave me that right off like, the bat, like I started the game up, he's like, here, take a Pona. I'm like, what's an Pona? And he's like, don't, you just, you just want it, take it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, your horse, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the best one in the game, you yeah. know. Yeah. True. True. Uh, so yeah, there's new weapons, new costumes, new shrines, new bosses, more story, and a motorcycle. Yeah. So it looks I want like it's going to be a fun time. so bad. I want it so bad. I want to see what it can do. Imagine if it can climb up everything as well. That'd be fucking tough. <laughs> so the one thing uh, that like I was unclear about just from all of the inform, you know, all the information about the DLC, I finally found an answer was that you don't need to have beaten the game. You just need to have beaten the Divine Beast quests. Oh, right, because then you can do it and the- then go beat Ganon. Right, oh, because if you beat bitch. the game, it resets anyway. It's right before you defeat Ganon anyway. So I don't right. think that matters. It doesn't matter, but if you haven't beaten Ganon or, or whatever, like, you don't have to have beaten right. the game to do this. Nice. And so. according to what Zelda says to you when you first boot up the game after buying the DLC, it really was, she was just like, yeah, you beat the four bosses, now do it again. And <laughs> <laughs> Nice. But yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to jump back into this, because I still haven't beaten Zelda, so I'm at the final Divine Beast I need to do, so I'm going to beat it boot this up and do all the DLC and then go finish the game. Who is it? Um, the, the, uh, the, 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 the lizard guy, the Goron one. Oh, have fun with that. Is that one hard? 
it's annoying. It's really it's, annoying. It's the but most it's annoying one. Yeah. Hard. It's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm actually thinking I might try to wrap that one up tonight. Um, and then get get into the champions battle before next week. Yeah, dude. So, uh, cool. yeah, definitely check that one out. And uh, it got the thumbs up from Andy's sister, Laura, who nice. is a, a, the craziest Legend of Zelda player in the world. So, um, <laughs> at least in my world. <laughs> yeah, no, she's done all the shrines twice on regular and on master mode. Oh, well, she, yeah, yeah. Take her thumbs up <laughs> pretty well. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so then we also got the announcement of Soul Calibur Six, which is pretty crazy. Hell yeah. Another long dormant uh, series we're hearing back from again. Uh, coming in 2018, and uh, looks like it's going back in time because we saw a young Mitsurugi and a young Sophidia fighting off against each other. And, uh, you know, we've gotten kind of clarification that something said in the trailer basically means that we're kind of getting a, a promise to go back into the series history. Um, I think to the time of the first game, which is pretty interesting. And uh, I'm actually pretty hype on this one. Like, I've been out of Soul Calibur for a long time. You know, I, I was real into two and three, like I think a lot of people our age were. But uh, I feel like this could be a really fun time to go back, especially if they have the right, you know, special characters. Like, my PS4 version gets, like, Aloy as a playable character. Like, that would be cool. I'm all fucking awesome. about nah, it. Nah, man, your PS4 version gets Kylo Ren. The other <laughs> version gets Rey. <laughs> nah, I'm done, I'm done with Star Wars characters. Come on, let's move on. <laughs> Whoa, I'll fight you. I think uh <clears throat> I think Soul Calibur games are, are are pretty solid uh overall. I haven't really cared about one in a while. Uh probably since 3, I think, 3 or 4. Yeah. Um, four, yeah. The the gameplay is always, you know, enjoyable. It's good. Uh but I feel like when you're talking about 3D fighters, you're talking about Tekken and you're not talking about Soul Calibur. Uh and in a year. It's the redheaded niche child. <laughs> right. And, and you know, over the last couple of years, uh, we've had some really, really good fighting games that are that people are still playing. So I just don't know how Soul Calibur fits into that mix. But we'll see. Yeah, I hope we can carve out a niche for it. Because I, I definitely am, especially if it has, like, a good single-player mode, I'm, I'm, I'd be excited to go back. The best things about Soul Calibur was always, like, the character creator thing, you know, and, like... I think since a lot of games have moved away from, like, the couch co-op mentality, that, like, Soul Calibur, like, 5 didn't really hit as hard, you know? So... Yeah. It's gonna be weird, because, like, I like Soul Calibur's and stuff, it's just, like, the best part of it was sitting around with your friends, like, doing wacky shit in the game, and that doesn't happen nearly as much now, you know? So it's like, I don't see the value in getting it, unfortunately, when I can't afford to buy every game. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's definitely gonna be an uphill battle for the series, but we'll see. We'll see what they can do. Um, I'm still holding out for a Nintendo Switch version where they bring back Link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, that's the thing. If it's on the Switch, the appeal goes right through the roof, you know? Yeah, it does. It really does, because the Switch is made for that kind of gameplay. Um, so then the next announcement we got was Fortnite has announced a, uh, 50 versus 50 team mode for their Battle Royale, which fucking is fucking hell. that's crazy. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, the trailer's really cool, and, like, the game's free to play, so, like, I kinda wanna, I wanted to get the five of us to download it and maybe, like, make a little video about it or something, like, sure, just yeah. check it out. I could fuck around with this game for a bit. Um, uh, and this is, like, a limited thing. It's, like, they're, they're kinda testing it out, like, it's gonna be, like, um, you know, like, how League and Overwatch always kinda rotate out special mode, it's gonna be like that. So... Hmm. Limited time offer, but it looks like a fun time. So uh, I kind of want to jump in and see what it's about. Yeah. So then next up, we got the announcement of Bayonetta 1 and 2 coming to the Switch on February 16th. 
which is pretty cool. Um, it's another, you know, Wii U game that was kind of stranded, good game stranded on a bad console. So <laughs> yeah. it's going to be cool to see it, um, you know, make the jump. And I think that means we're going to see a lot more games like this making that jump. Um, because this is a pretty obscure one. The game didn't sell well. And, uh, you know, the fact it's going to get a second chance on a console where, you know, there's interest is definitely a, a good thing for the franchise. And uh, I think I might not actually be an asshole this time, and I'll play it. <laughs> my the, my girlfriend. Oh, sorry, Sean. I was just gonna say yeah. the games may not have sold that well, but <clears throat> Bayonetta is a popular character. Yeah, for sure. My my girlfriend and it didn't sell well because it was on Wii U. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's really what hand strength it, dude. Like that's like she was really saying like I want to buy a Wii U just to get Bayonetta too, honestly. And I was like, were you insane? Like don't buy a console for one game. <laughs> and like I'm really glad it's coming here because now like. I don't have to have a Wii U in my house. This is great, you know? <laughs> uh, and then in the spirit of that, we got the announcement of Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Which, which is, is really uh, going to cool. be a Switch exclusive. Nice. That's so, really fucking cool, man. Yeah, nobody expected this one because Bayonetta 2 didn't sell well. That game was already not supposed to get made and <laughs> Nintendo pulled it out of the fire. So I guess this is like officially a Nintendo franchise now. Yeah, dude. So, and Devil May Cry's resurgent, yeah. the, the creator of both series, you know, he's like that super edgelord and I love yeah. the things he makes. So <laughs> I'm excited for all these things. <laughs> good time. Good time for Thompson. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking since they're putting these out in February and they'll be like hot again, maybe we'll play them on Pals Play and Damn I'll actually like see, see what Bayonetta is all about. Damn right we're playing them. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, and the cool thing is, it's it's the same thing with the Wii U. So you buy both games in one package, Bayonetta oh, one and two. Hell yeah! On February sixteenth. So. That's even better. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So then we got a uh, another long, weird look at Death Stranding. Right. Yeah. Guys in hazmat suits, babies in jars. Uh, we finally heard Norman Reedus talk. Uh, invisible babies giant in monsters. Place. I have no idea what the fuck this shit is. Yep. Kojima. <laughs> oh gee ma hard, hard pass until like next year when they actually tell me what the game's about you know yep, I don't want to like pay attention next really. year my ass we're gonna get another weird eight minutes of it yeah. and then but, we're yeah. not gonna see this game until 2020 I'm, t- I'm saying you tell <laughs> right, me right yeah. now Death Stranding PT also <laughs> oh, no, uh, <laughs> apparently there there was a little like announcement that came out about it where somebody I don't remember if it was Kojima but it's somebody who's involved with the game said that what we saw makes sense four hours into the game so I was like oh good Okay. So you, 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 you want me to play four hours so you can maybe tease me like one tidbit of a crumble of a story and, and well, no, and, and they just said this specific eight minutes makes sense four hours in so i don't know if they're saying that nothing will make sense before that but whatever oh we'll God. fucking see i don't think it's kojima will nothing make sense will make four sense. hours in anyway it was, yeah. it's not it does not look like a game where it's like i understand this it oh, looks like it i'm now. gonna be saying like you have to be there or like it's an inside joke or something like that. You're going to have to play sure. it with the Wikipedia or the wiki open for the game yep. with the game guide and have your phone ready to like ask any questions and like have a fucking Alexa model there ready to, you know, and like, you know, connect to every possible external source just to get like the, the smallest bit of Kojima's story. And it's going to be great for that. But I don't want to get into that yet until like, you know, the game actually is even close to being ready. So these trailers piss me off. <laughs> I really hope that even if the game ends up not being great, we get something eventually on the level of the Metal Gear Solid Five nuclear trailer from this game. Because, like, Kojima's one of my favorite developers, and he does trailers better than anybody else in games. It's like, even though nothing about this makes sense, we're all still, like, intrigued by it, right? 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Can't wait. <laughs> One day we'll see it. But it's definitely a game and it's definitely being made. Yep. Those are facts. So uh, next up, we got – this one got a real laugh out of me. Uh, the Witchfire trailer. Yeah. So I loved how they kind of like presented it like it was like a spooky like walking simulator horror game or something. And it was like made by the creators of Van- The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. But also Painkiller and Bulletstorm. Dude, and I just love those games. Shooting monsters. <laughs> it's like pow, 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 pow. It's <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Fuck dude. yeah, dude. Fucking Painkiller was one of the craziest games when it first came out. Like, it, it it just blew my mind how much fun it was to play, you know? they would. It was like, when you're playing Dark Souls or something, <laughs> and you see these, like, titanic beasts, except in Painkiller, it's like, you're fast as fuck, the game is, like, you know, twitchy as shit, and you have, like, grenade launchers that fire out of your fingertips, practically. Like, have fun, you know? <laughs> it's like Doom on crack. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm so excited to see something in that spirit, you know? Yeah, so I, I want to play this one with you, Thompson. This is another one I think I'd like to Damn. do on Pals Play just because it looks it looks it looks cool. Like I mean, I, I don't mind a, like a dumb, mindless first-person shooter if it's just like let's go fucking shoot monsters. It's like yeah, all right, Damn. that was one. Maybe you should retroactively play Painkiller one time. I'd be about it. I've never played Bulletstorm. Bullet it's fucking fun. It's like it's really dumb, but it's fucking fun. Uh, like, you- I'm into it. You can slow down and pilot your bullets for a couple of the guns. Yeah. And get, like, bonus points for directing them into a dude's balls. Yeah, it's a fucking crazy game. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so then next up, we got a, like, kind of final trailer, it seems like, for Sea of Thieves. And we learned that the oh. game is finally coming out on March 20th. We know that Sean is just ecstatic for this one. <laughs> Man. Sean's magical pirate adventure. I I watched this and it was just painful. Like, <laughs> Sean, what do you can't. have against magical pirate adventures? He doesn't like everything. Pirates. He just hates pirates. Yeah. Well, I hate paladins. Whoa! Excuse me. <laughs> fight! 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 I don't hate paladins. Paladins are dope. Fight okay. anyway. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Andy well, guess is... what's not dope? Fucking not liking pirates. pirates? You're a hater ass hater, Sean. <laughs> Sean. You know what? I'm cool with that. I'm, sp- <laughs> I'm speaking as one of the chief haters. <clears throat> don't be a hater. You don't get to tell people that they can't be haters <laughs> when you hate on uh, everything, including water Pokemon. <laughs> when yeah, when you know it'd be really right useful in Sea of Thieves, a water Pokemon. Boom. Yeah. When you know damn well that Blastoise Fly. is the best of the original three. Ooh, and there's no other man. valid opinion. Testify. Yes. That's all I really need to say about Sea of Thieves, right? Is, uh, Blastoise <laughs> yeah, is the that, best water it. Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but Andy, as the only one who's played the Sea of Thieves beta, you can, you, you excited for this? You jumping I in? I am. It's like, it's a lot of fun. Um, if pirates aren't your jam, that's fine. And you probably won't enjoy it. Yeah. But it's just like it's a lot of fun to be just crewing a ship, and then somebody else shows up, and then a third person shows up, and then all of a sudden you're having a giant three-way ship battle in a whirlpool, like at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean three, but good. <laughs> wow. Did you play Sly three by any chance? Oh, I was gonna say there's there's like pirate ship levels during that, and like they operate huh. a ship. Is it similar to that? I don't know. He had a thought <laughs> about space. I didn't know if he knew. Um, 
but it's like have you ever played guns of icarus yeah yeah a little bit it it's I got a a strong guns of icarus vibe where it's like com- communications communications important you have to do your job well but also you know be ready to cover slack if your like helmsman gets his head blown off gotcha okay yeah i I definitely want to do uh, like a let's play or something where the four of us who aren't Sean because he hates pirates try to like fucking sail a ship. Let's see what we it. can do. I'm in. Yeah, go we hunt some treasure. Pulsar, Lost Colony, where we want to like pilot a spaceship and do that. No, I want to be pirates. I don't really necessarily um, want to be a pirate though. We God can, damn it, Tom! Unless I can be always... the captain, then I'll be it. No, I sounds, wanted, you can't be the captain. No, because I can drink tea in the game, and as I'm getting shot at, I want to drink tea obnoxiously at my enemy. You can just do that without being the captain. No, I'm going to be the captain. That's the only one I'm playing You're not going to be the captain, Thompson. Why? Who's going to be the captain? I am. 1v1. Oh 1v1 for the captain. No, I'm going to mutiny. <laughs> 1v1. Yeah, you got to fight for it. Best, best pirate wins. I'm not going to fight for it, because I'm just going to let you be captain, then I'll mutiny you on the best moment possible. <laughs> so, don't worry. Fucking... Thompson, Throw Thompson I will, overboard. I will consider anything from you except following orders, attempted mutiny, and <laughs> shoot you at the first possible opportunity. As long as I have my tea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've only got a couple more here, but the next one up is uh, Dreams, which is coming from um, Media Molecule. It's a you know, PS4 exclusive, which I my thoughts were, wow, remember this game? Of course you don't. <laughs> Uh, no. But apparently it's coming in 2018, and it's starting to look a little bit more clear about like what it actually looks like. It's actually looking like more of a game um, that it's going to be like a 3D little big planet, which or like a not shitty Project Spark, ideally. Um, so we'll have more on that next week, though, because it's obviously going to get talked about at PSX. True. Uh, so then the next one was another game I definitely want to try and play together, which is uh, GTFO. Yeah, this looks so, uh, oh, this looks sick. I'm so excited. This looks really cool. Yeah. 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 Very, like, Left 4 Dead kind of feel, you know? And, like, uh, uh, Killing Floor, if you ever played that? Like, the monsters remind me of Killing Floor, like, a lot. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, dude, it's just fucking hardcore, and I love it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> this, like, I don't know, didn't pique my interest, wet my whistle, as it were. Really? I don't know, man. I was about this one. It seems like a unique experience. You know, I, I really like the idea. It's like co-op, story-driven, you know, horror shooter. Like, yeah, sounds cool. It reminds me a little bit of Evolve with the, the fact that you're supposed to be outmatched in that way. You know, like, hmm. you have four of you and it's like, well, you know, we, we should be, like, kind of stealthy about this. You can't just, like, run in guns blazing, yeah. but you do have, you know, that action in there. I, I need more games like this. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, Resistance. Oh, Resistance wait. had. Sorry, you talking up? about that game for like the PS3 that like no one played besides yeah. me? Are you? Yeah. Oh, oh God, Sean. <laughs> Kindred spirits over oh, here. I yeah. love that game so much. Yeah. Oh um, my God. It it had a mode where you could play with like people online. Yeah. And fight against. Uh, you know the the NPCs, uh, or I should say the 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 AI, and you know you, there were there were tanks, there were healers, there were just DPSers, but all with different kinds of guns that that allowed them to play that role. That was so much fun to do, and I haven't had a gaming experience like that since. So I'm really looking forward to this. Nice, yeah. The four of us should yeah. play it then if Andy's not interested. Yeah, I'm not into this. 
Cool. cool. Like yeah. Um, yeah, it's coming from Indie Studio <laughs> Ten Chambers Collective, and they're being led by the designer behind Payday and Payday Two. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that's too. Good yeah. pedigree. Yeah. So I'm 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 into it. Uh, next one was Metro Exodus. I was yeah. just, just bored me. I don't. What? I have nothing to say about really? this. I mean, I don't, really I don't know. I don't like paid. I don't know about the Metro series. I know it's based on this super popular book in like Eastern Europe, but I've never read the book. I've never played the games. I just not my thing. So if you've got stuff to say, hit it. Yeah, uh, I do because every other Metro game, you live in the Metro, right? Most of it, the world is fucked, and you can't be on the surface more than seconds. Um, you know, radiation, and all that. And this is the first time that you're actually going to be on the surface or anything because the world's like finally coming out of a nuclear winter. Uh, this series is fucking great, man. It's a it's a great horror series, first person shooter horror series. It's got like somewhat of a supernatural element, but it's all pretty grounded, um, slightly believable. You know, it really just like it's a good package of experience, man. I'm just excited to see this thing get more attention. You know, like it's good. It's just good games that. I have played from years ago, and I'm seeing all these trailers for this shit. Like, I'm excited. These are a lot of good announcements for me. Yeah, fall 2018. So, eyes open. Uh, so we've got our last two here. Um, the next one is uh, we got another trailer for A Way Out. Yeah. Which, um, yes. Oh! Yeah, so this game obviously looks incredible. Um, we got, you know, just a little bit more of the story, which uh, we were all piqued by this one at E3. But uh, we got some more announcements about it, um, which is that if you want to play with a friend online, not in the same room, you still only need one copy, and you can share it with them, which Ooh. is really cool. Yeah, wow. that's really neat. Yep. So cool. Yeah, and uh, the game's coming out on March 23rd. So I'm I'm really excited for this one. It's another one must play. This, and this I is a definitely play. going to do a yeah, yeah. thousand percent. So I'm really really excited for this, and also like the director was really cool at the TGA and just the announce announcement. Like if you haven't yeah, checked that out that announcement trailer, do it because it was so yeah. much fun. <laughs> I'll it was fun. The, yeah, you go go and how to do the TGA thing. So I'll make a point later. So go. Oh no no no, that's it. Like that's I wanted to talk about this guy uh, because I I I'll link down if you haven't checked it out. But uh, Joseph Farris, who's the game's direct director, uh, had, definitely had one of the best moments of the show. He came out definitely seemed drunk, very excited, very enthusiastic, and uh, you know he slung a little bit of shit. At uh, both his publisher, EA, while also saying how much he liked them. Yeah. He said, uh, so he, he says, this is the thing. It doesn't have anything with the EA shit going on, with loot boxes and stuff. And, you know, I want to say EA has been very good to me, but all publishers fuck up sometimes. That's just how it is. <laughs> nice. I think that's a very reasonable statement. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And, uh, you know, I, like, I have to say, like, I think a lot of people have come out and kind of, uh, criticized the other thing that he did, which was he said he, he, you know, he cursed a little bit and then he asked, uh, Jeff Keeley, you know, the guy who puts together the TGAs and hosts them. He was like, oh, can, can we curse on this show yet? And he's like, fuck the Oscars, man. And he literally flips off the camera. Like, he, like, cut a promo against the fucking Oscars. Good. And good. Uh, it was funny, you know. A lot of people, a lot of people criticize him because they said, you know, like this isn't necessarily a good look for for us, and like you know, you don't have to put down another thing to celebrate the thing that you love. But like, I couldn't help but laugh and appreciate the guy's passion. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, good on him. And I, I really want to congratulate Jeff for how he handled the whole situation. Oh, yeah. Like he let him go. Like he's like, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, look, man, we gotta, we gotta move on. Yeah. But he he let the guy have his say, and uh, it was a very, very genuine moment. I thought the director looks like a like sounds like a scream. Like he seems um, like such a cool guy to hang out with. To be honest, 
Yeah. Between the hair and the accent and the everything, I made this analogy earlier when we were, you know, shooting the shit before we started recording. But Jeff Faros is, or Joseph Faros is the Tommy Wiseau of video games. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He, <laughs> except he's talented. So. Yeah, it's Love that's what I said. Again, the room is a cinematic fucking masterpiece, you heathen. <laughs> it's, it's great if you like bad things. So if we can talk about the game for yeah. a moment. Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> the game really quick. Thank you, Sean. Uh, the, the game looks incredible. Uh, I loved it at E3. I loved it again here. Uh, I love that you get to see shots of them, like, doing regular things. That yes. it's split screen the whole time. And they're just, like, one guy's just kind of walking around while the other guy's talking to his family. Like, there's all this different stuff going on. And then when you get to see the gameplay, it's like, you realize, like, I, I, I can't speak for any other game. I've never seen anything like this. No, it's totally unique. I've, I've, we've all played split screen co op games before. I've never played one where it meant so much, and it was, it was embedded in every single element of the game to where you have to play it this way. This is amazing. This is exactly what gaming needs. Is some is someone or a group of people thinking outside the box to provide players with a reason to play split screen. And yeah, there are going to be people who obviously are going to do this online, but I want to have somebody over. You know, I want to yeah. like I want to get that real experience. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I couldn't be more excited for this game. And I think you know, especially if it comes out and it is as good as it looks, which it seems like it will be. Um, this will maybe actually uh, get some, not necessarily like shit off their plate, but it'll e- e- EA will finally get some good press for the first time in a long yes. time. Seriously, See, that's, that's the thing though. Like, it looks like a great game, and I'm still sold on it, and I and I want to buy it and try it out. But at the same point, it's still published by EA, and I don't like. There was a there were a couple of jokes where someone said, "Oh yeah, uh, you can get out of the prison, but everything else is DLC." Uh, that's a joke. Like, that's not actually happening, yeah. but, but, like, I still... Yeah, like you said, no I, microtransactions, none of that stuff. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I just don't trust EA. I just don't, so I don't, I'm a little hesitant on that. I'm still gonna buy the game, because it looks cool, and the, the, the director won me over at the TGAs, but it, I'm, I'm still a little hesitant to see where it goes in the future. I think it's gonna be okay. I, I feel like... I hope so, too. I, it's just, I'm, I'm still hesitant. I, I think this is going to be a pretty by-the-numbers release, honestly. I think we're going to get what we were sold. Um, knock on wood, anyway. If I'm wrong about that one, I will be very disappointed. Um, but yeah, I, this is one of my, like, <laughs> definitely my biggest, uh, like, most anticipated games, I would say, of 2018, for sure. Nice. Yeah, is- I'm going to get in the boat with Pete there. Like, the the pirate ship we're going to crew together and see if this. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that same week, actually. Oh. I wonder if this is the game that really turns EA around and, like, they're banking on it, so they actually named it a way out. They're like, this is our way out, so, like, we're <laughs> gonna is, put this out. We mean out. this literally. Yeah, EA, like, literally. EA gets a lot of shit, but you know what else they get a lot of? Money. Cash. Yeah, money, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots so, of money. EA doesn't need a way out of You're the right. situation they're in. Yeah. Well, uh... Well, yeah, some of the statistics have been pretty dire. They're not looking so hot right now. Yeah. yeah. And stocks, def- though. Yeah. They're losing a lot of money right now, but... yeah. Papa Disney came in and put the hammer down. Bob Iger's pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fuck with the mouse. Listen, C. Montgomery Burns can be as pissed as he wants. (laughs) All right, and then the last one we're going to talk about today is uh, the desert map for uh, PUBG came out 
uh, it was another like thing of like it's live right now. Only it came out two hours later because of server issues. But yeah, but peep 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 because the game's not out. No, the game's gonna be out though. The game's gonna be out. I'm actually gonna be able to say PUBG is one of my favorite games for 2018. Spoiler, but like finally, sorry, 2017. Whatever. Either way, like finally, <laughs> December 20th, it's gonna be the first release, and that means I won't have to hear the goddamn it's in pre-release though, Peggy. Yeah, no, fuck that shit, because it's gonna be out. It's gonna be a real game. I don't care, Thompson. You know, Pete, <laughs> that's a really interesting problem for a fully realized and finished game to have. I'm so surprised that a fully realized and finished game had that kind of issue. What a shock. <laughs> right, sorry. You're I, a hater, sorry, man. There's 60 hour box Sean. games that would what what all the same problems. It's amazing. Problems. It's amazing that a fully realized and box game had that kind of problem. Man. Do you want to fucking... just say, but it's none of my business and drink your tea? <laughs> like, do you <laughs> tweet the meme here? I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just amazed. I, I Pete, just... no. Game right. of the year contender anyway, had such an issue. Wow. Desert map is great. Yeah, Desert, Desert, Desert map. Miramar is awesome, yeah. I'm excited it's for the new guns. Desert the new, map. Yeah. It, it looks Miramar. like it seems to be made for like shorter games. Yeah, like that it, yeah. it's a little it's a little bit more open. There's a little bit less like, you know, cityscape and stuff like that. Exclusive guns. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's stuff. cool. Um it's uh, not like truck. less cityscape. There's a lot more cityscape. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. there's a lot less just like open forest space. Mm-hmm. So less running. Yes. Well, <laughs> eventually. Like I do expect less people to be dying outside of the play zone. Like I think yeah. that's going to be a thing. I think or the, less of a thing. The play zone selection will probably be a little better because there's not as much water. Like there's still some water and there's a couple islands. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we'll get those ones where like, you know, you spawn a ten minute run from the military base and the entire first circle is just like military base and the water surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So I I haven't gotten a chance to play that one yet, but I did patch up the test server, so I'm I'm excited to jump into that one, um and, and check it out. But uh, with the uh, PUBG 1.0 updates, we also got uh, confirmation that both climbing and vaulting, which are another thing that's available for you to check out right now on the test servers, uh, are going to be implemented. And uh, Brendan Green, player unknown himself, said that it's going to quote change the game severely. Um, it really which, does. It's awesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You know it what really it so sucks, much though? more vertical. They can spend the money and time to mocap climbing and vaulting, but they can't reskin my zombies. Like I was gonna say, I was I was waiting for the zombie reference. Waiting for him to bitch about the zombie <laughs> mode. <laughs> it's coming, maybe. But they made a new map even. <laughs> yeah, but new map is more important than zombie mode. Zombies uh, are just over. Just click a button and reskin them, please. <laughs> there is no esports in zombie. I know. I mean that's there's what no I, esports that's what I really in PUBG either. Yeah, I know. Yes, there is. No, There's no one cares about thing. zombie mode but me. It's fine. Yeah. It'll come. Maybe. <laughs> if I have to pay for it, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm not going to make you pay for it. That would suck. I don't think they're going to no do way. that, though. I think no they're, they're sticking with the loot box, like, aesthetic changes. Yeah. They don't, don't need yeah, they don't, anywhere else. They don't need to rock the boat. Yeah. There's no reason. Um, But yeah, so that's... uh. That's pretty much that's the long and short of it, guys. So it's lots of lots of announcements. A lot more than I thought we were gonna get. Yeah. Yeah. True. Hype. And 
Uh, Peggy, like as as the one who like actually watched the show live, um, I, I've seen obviously all these highlights, mm. but it definitely seemed like the production value of the show had made made a big step up, and I, I definitely feel like we've kind of seen a pretty consistent growth there since it went independent two years ago. Would yeah, you agree? it looked it looked flashy as all hell, and it, like not like in a tacky way either. Like it legitimately looked nice. There was like the live orchestra um, playing no video game music and stuff, and yep, yep, yeah, no, yeah. It no was Hydro it was Man. such a it was such a nice improvement. Like it was just really cool to see. It's like oh, like the award shows are growing with the industry that it's representing, and I think that makes a lot of sense. But also like it, it was just really cool. Like highly recommend it. I can't wait to see what they do next year. Awesome. So uh, if, unless anybody has any closing thoughts, PUBG's a game. <laughs> Go Packers. <laughs> I mean, it's a game. In a week. Uh, all right, so we're gonna. That's gonna wrap up the conversation here on episode thirty-three of the Video Game Pals. Remember, if you guys want to uh, let us know what you thought about the TGAs or any of the other stuff that we talked about today, you guys can send us an email at thevideogamepals at gmail or you can hit us up on social media at the Comics Pals. Uh, get us down in the comments below and let us know uh, what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, which is another new thing we're doing for the show. Time for plugs. Uh, Sean, why don't you go first? Uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter only at Sean Soapbox, and uh, let's talk about how PUBG is not a fully realized and finished game. One v one, me, bro. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Well, wherever, whenever. I- um, ironically enough, in the game you're slamming. Sorry, <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> I mean, when it's available um, worldwide. For purchase as what a fully is? realized game, I'll buy it. Just continue. <laughs> oh, no, that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, Andy. So you can get me at Tiger underscore millions on Twitter. I'm on Facebook too, if that's more your vibe. Um, reach out to me if you want, I guess. I'll tell you why water Pokemon are bad and yeah. why you should stand in the fire. Water Pokemon are great because they could put out the fire. Idiot. That you were standing in. <laughs> and if you're in Sean's guild, um, stand in the fire for me and tell him it's from Andy Brown. <laughs> that was so- Hashtag Andy was right. You guys are about to have the critical moment beating the final boss, and your friend just goes, "Hey, Sean," and stands right in the fire. <laughs> I mean, I'll kick them. Like it's not a big deal. <laughs> you're fucking fired. Yeah, good man. In more ways than one. <laughs> Thompson. Uh, you can find me at Real Life Vampire on Twitter. Let's discuss waifus. That's really all I'm good for. That's fair. And Peggy. If you want to talk about Overwatch, CSGO, PUBG, or any of your favorite esports titles, well, you could probably find better people. But also, you could find me. Mm-hmm. At, I am on Twitter, Moriow, M O I R A I O W. Also, we're looking for writers for CSGO, Overwatch, and PUBG at GosuGamers.net. Uh, so, if you're interested in that, send me a DM on or tweet me, whatever. Uh, or just go to Ghost of Gamers' website and you'll be able to see how you can get there. And you can work with me. And I'm really cool sometimes. Most, it, I'm all right. So, yeah, if you ever want to write about esports and you don't really know how um, and you want to get your foot in the door, that's where GG comes in. And awesome. then uh, you're also still working over at Winston's Lab, right? Oh yeah! Hey, I'm also a writer for Winston's Lab. I uh, video, pr- I do some video stuff for High Noon Podcast as well. I'm in a lot of places, but yeah, I write for and I'm sectioning section editor for GG PUBG, 
sometimes Overwatch and sometimes CSGO for Ghosty Gamers, and I'm writing for Winston's Lab. There you go. And as for me, you can find me at loud underscore Pete on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to talk about any of the stuff we talked about today or check out cute pictures of my cat, um, you can go connect with me there. If you want to check out my writing, you can go over to CBR.com where uh, I do all kinds of pop culture listicles. I've got one this week about Majin Buu. Uh, it would be awesome if you could go click on that and make me some goddamn money. Uh, and then if you want to check out all the other stuff I'm doing here at the Pals Network, you can catch me and Sean on the Comics Pals. Uh, the day before this show posts, you can find me and Thompson on Pals Play Monday through Friday on YouTube. And then you can catch me on Wednesdays everywhere it posts, uh, with the Riverdale Review. Uh, Andy was on an episode one time. It was a good time. Yeah. Go check out that show. And, uh, that's going to wrap it up this week. So we'll see you guys next week on another episode of the Video Game Pals. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Later, Later. Later.